right so welcome 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 it's great to have you today it's great to be here so what's your story my story well I didn't want to tell you, say roughly 10 years ago, mm. 10 now, 12 years ago, mm. I um, I was engaged and living at home. And mm. the first kind of noticing is my um, my fiance at the time said, babe, why does it smell like a locker room in here? Mm. And I was like, what do you mean a locker room? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Unbeknownst to me and to him, I was having night sweats, one of the premier symptoms of being in perimenopause. Um, go on to... I would forget things. I like literally legitimately walk out of the room and forget what I'd come back, had left for and come back and stand mm. and go, why did I leave the room? Mm. They, another kind of known symptom of um, perimenopause, brain fog and forgetfulness. And as these symptoms started to crop up, it started to impact my relationship mm. to a degree, to the degree that we just, I mean, it, from, as I said, the, the forgetfulness, you had the, um, the night sweats, and then my libido started to change. And then it really bothered him. So um, after that, kind of got into a place of slipped into a depression, still wasn't aware. It wasn't until fast forward two or three years later, I found out and figured out that I was, my body had dipped into menopause, into one mm. of the stages of menopause. And because of, and, and by that time, I had lost my engagement. Um, I had lost my job. And I was really struggling to stay afloat. Um, so I, after I got on the other side of that, I was like, there are way too many women who a, don't know that they're in one of the stages or either of the stages of menopause. Um, it's how, how, don't know how to find the right practitioner or provider and then don't have the support. So that's how I got to this. We got to the pause principles process and um, we created a process that we utilize to help women successfully negotiate. Um, my focus is on the first stage because that's mm -hmm. where I lost everything mm -hmm. um, of menopause and then help people kind of hand off and be able to come self-sustaining and sufficient mm -hmm. in the other stages. And that's my story. Mm, interesting. So when you say you lost your engagement, what does that mean? That my we broke up. Four-year relationship broke up because it, I, I didn't go to the doctor, didn't think to go to the doctor. Mm. Um, from the depression to the anxiety to the weight gain to the night sweats, just it, it was just kind of like I thought I was anxious and just under stress because I was running a business. Mm. Um, only to come to find out that with a couple of little tweaks and, and a couple of pieces of medication, I would have been better. We, we would have gotten married. Mm. Wow. So, so you're coming from this place where um, a lack of awareness per se, yeah. you know, and we're seeing something interestingly off, off the camera where we, we mentioned how they're very good doctors, right? They take care mm -hmm. of the medical part of things. You know, they, mm -hmm. there are some medications. Yes, they, they take care of this aspect. However, very little or maybe no one is really covering the psychological, probably even sociological aspects of menopause. I think that's right. There are a lot, think about it. When the last time you went to your doctor, your doctor often has 10, between eight to 15 minutes to see you in a normal office visit. Mm. And that is the same 
main case if you are going to your gynecologist. Mm -hmm. He comes in, he does the exam, he looks at the um, prior records, mm -hmm. he looks at what, any labs that were run and it says, okay, great. Um, I'm going to write your prescription for XYZ and I'll see you in six months or I'll see you next year. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women don't have the opportunity to say, well, is this normal? This is mm -hmm. happening to me. What's going on? Or for, for if he said, hey, I'm gonna, I want you to come back into my office and I want to talk to you about what's happening. Mm. Think about it. When you went into puberty, they had the class, there was a video, mm. some whatever, um, whatever's being done. They, they mm. made you aware that puberty was coming. coming. When you get pregnant, when you and your husband are having a baby, there are videos, there are classes, there's mm. every kind of everything to let you know what's happening in this mm. season of your life. Mm. Midlife and the end, whether you're a man or a woman, there is no informational portal that mm. says, hey, look, your life is about to change. Mm. Comparatively, men, when men starts to have testosterone drops, their behavior starts to change. They become more submissive, a little more docile. Um, mm. If there's an amp up of the testosterone, they become more aggressive. Mm. Now with women, as their estrogen drops and their testosterone may, may stay at the same level, but it's lower than their estrogen, mm. there's gonna be a difference in their personalities as mm. well. In mm. terms of progesterone, when your progesterone drops, that's mm. your sex drive. That's going to go as well, as well as with your estrogen. Mm. So with all of these changes going on, if you're not aware, if you're not right on top of it, and you're not as in tune with your body, you'll start to miss some of the obvious signs that mm. are obvious to me now and mm -hmm. obvious to people who know. But mm. when you're in the midst of it, because we're not educated and people don't talk about it, you mm. don't have any idea of what's happening to you or your body. Mm. Well. Yeah. And usually, usually, what you mentioned some of the signs. You know, you, you mm -hmm. said night, night sweating. Did I? Mm -hmm. what, what are some other ones? Night sweats are just the flip side of hot flashes. Hot mm. flashes happen during the day, and that's kind of a, a, it's kind of a little bit too deep to go into. But your body temperature raises, and it's mm. not a core raises. It's really pretty much your body can. It, hot flashes take different effects on different people. Mm. Some people get it from their head down some people get it in their chest hmm. some people it starts in the face and then falls down to the body hmm. some people have hot flashes that begin in their stomach and emanate hmm. upwards but hmm. you know because a lot of times women will start to have like the beads of sweat pouring hmm. off of them either um anywhere from like say um to crown of the head to about guess i guess mid about to the waist waistline mm -hmm. and It'll just be that rising of that temperature. Their bodies will get extremely hot mm. and they'll start to sweat. If you even go to touch them, they'll mm. be sweating. You mm. have things like anxiety. There's mm. some mental health components to this as well. Mm. Anxiety is something no one can understand why it happens, but there are responses to several supplemental drops that mm. are a byproduct of having the anxiety as well as the depression. Mm. The thing about that I always tell people who I'm working with now is mm. when you some of the symptoms that you have, like, for example, I mentioned the anxiety, hmm. anxiety left unchecked today in this perimenopausal stage becomes hmm. bigger, badder, and uglier mm -hmm. five years from now because it mm -hmm. hasn't been managed and it mm -hmm. will often morph into something else as mm -hmm. with the depression it could mm -hmm. be situational, but mm -hmm. then it becomes long-term depression because mm -hmm. it wasn't addressed. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the, the more common kinds of symptoms. I mean, you have things like your nails get brittle or you lose, start, your hair mm. starts to thin out. But those are the ones that everyone doesn't get that. Or conversely, you'll start to get hair on, you'll get a mustache or you'll get a beard. Some mm. women get beards. Mm. 
Mm. So yeah, it's it's a whole lot of different things that mm. go on with the body. But a lot of people, there are roughly 40 to 45 different symptoms. 40 to 45 different symptoms. So yep. what are some hormonal changes? You know, you met, you were trying to hit, hit on some earlier on. D- does the testosterone increase in, in, in women? It can be, it depends upon, there's no real thing. I mean, think of a snowflake. Every different snow, every snowflake is different. They mm-hmm. may seem alike, but they're all really different. Mm. And just like when a woman gets pregnant, if your girl, if your wife gets pregnant and then your neighbor gets pregnant, they're both pregnant, but they're mm. different kinds of pregnancies. Mm-hmm. It's the same type of thing with menopause. Mm. There's no normal routine type of mm-hmm. menopause. There are mm-hmm. some women who go through menopause and the only thing that they miss is their period. Mm. And that's it for them. Mm. There are some women who have hot flashes, night sweats, anxiety, depression, forgetfulness, weight gain, mm. weight, um, uh, mood swings, the entire gamut, the mm. entire menu. Mm. It just depends upon your body, mm. depends upon your diet, and it depends upon your environment. Mm. So you, you have overcome this for, your, for yourself, and right now you're helping other people also manage and overcome, overcome this as also. What are some advice you have, you know, based on all of these case studies now? What are some advice you have? One of the things that I say to women straight out the gate, I'll ask them some basic things, like some of the basic symptoms. I ask you, how's your sleep? Um, mm. Insomnia is another symptom. How's your mm. sleep? How's your weight? How's your sex life? Mm. Um, things like that. And once I can kind of ascertain that they've gotten at least a strong five out of the eight, I will definitely direct them to go to their doctors to get their numbers checked. And when I say get their numbers checked, I want them to get their blood work done. Mm. After we've done that, I say they come back and I say, you have two choices. You Mm. can work exclusively with your provider or you can work with me and my team Mm. and your provider. Or we can do things. Often women who have cancer in their families Mm. cannot go, cannot utilize any prescriptions that the doctor's saying. So a, a menopause coach such as myself is one of the better options because we can work through things naturally and organically yeah. to help them traverse menopause. Mm. Are, there, are there some lifestyle changes that you would generally advise uh, yes. whether before or during? Yes. Um, one of the things that I would say for women who are 30 to 35, mm. they need to start drawing down on sugar okay, um, as well as alcohol. Mm. For the women who I work with, that's one of the first things that I tell them. Mm-hmm. Start drawing down to the point of eliminating alcohol. Mm-hmm. Start to remove all of the whites in their in their diet. Mm-hmm. So that's your sugar, your flour, your, um, um, what else is white? Anything white that's in your cabinet. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely want to eliminate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also start to eliminate flesh. Because one of the things that starts to happen is the body starts to, because most people don't buy organic or Mm. grass-fed products, Mm. they're susceptible to any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids that are found in the meat Mm. and uh, or flesh products that they consume. Mm. So those are some tips that I generally give to people Mm. as they're starting to kind of make, but when we start to work together and start making transitions, as well as staying hydrated, really important to stay hydrated. Mm. Hmm. And usually when, at what age do women, I know we say that every snowflake is different, right? But at what age should women usually start to really consider um, thinking about this or planning for it? That's a great question. Um, It can be 
Well, let me let me back up for one second. There are two types of ways that women can go into menopause. You can go into menopause organically, which mm. means that your hormones will kind of like wean down, mm -hmm. or you can go into menopause surgically, which means mm. you may have polycystic ovaries, you may have uh, hysterectomy, you may have, um, I'm just trying to think of, you may have cancer, you may have uterine cancer. So those are some mild examples of why you have, um, you might have your whole, your reproductive system um, removed either in whole as a full mm -hmm. hysterectomy or partially where they may just mm -hmm. take out the uterus or they may take out the fallopian tubes and the odor, um, ovaries and use, leave the um, uterus. Mm -hmm. So with that said, an or, uh, organic menopause is less severe and less, less like, oh my God, less jarring. Mm -hmm. Whereas with a surgical menopause, you walk in, hey, great, it's a wonderful day. You know, you may have had your period, um, last period yesterday. Mm -hmm. And then when you wake up, suddenly you're in menopause and then you're having hot flashes because mm -hmm. it is that radical. Mm -hmm. So in terms of suggestions for women, definitely, um, for people who are plant-based, I'd probably recommend looking, working with a nutritionist to mm. kind of adjust and modify your diet. Mm. Um, oddly enough, I would say the same thing to um, someone who is, um, who is naturally coming down, mm. hydration, diet, movement. Because if you're coming down organically, you can start to make those kinds of um, changes in your diet and your exercise, as well as your mindset work to kind of help you move through this, this journey. At what age do women, should women- and, I'm sorry, my bad. In yeah. terms of the age, I was just kind of thinking of distinguishing that. That's what I was saying. In terms of the age, if it's surgical, hmm. it could be any age. It could be 20. Any age. Okay. If it is organic, it can be- um, 35, 36, given COVID, I think there's going to be a change because the high level of stress that we were working with or living at mm. for that year, I think may have kind of adjusted a lot of people forward, but normally it's in that 35, 36, some women kind of go into menopause, even as, um, in their 50s or late 50s so that's what I'm saying. That's a tremendous range because everyone's body is going to respond differently. Mm. Is it better to call for, for menopause to come later in life? Um, it depends because menopause is truly the cessation of your period for 12 months, period. I generally tell people throw in a bonus month because the one thing you hate is if you have gotten your, you haven't had your period for a year and then all of a sudden you wake up on, you know, the first of the, the, the 13th month and boom, you have your period. So I tell people wait for that 13th month. But, um, lost your question what was your okay. question okay so uh interesting you just <laughs> you actually just uh, hit an interesting point you know so menopause is not the, that the period is going to stop forever no it's menopause is when it does stop forever okay yes that is the definition of menstruation meno pause mm -hmm. pause Yes. And so what about the, the, the one year thing you talked about, the one year, 13 month thing? That's how a woman can tell that she has gone from perimenopause. Perimenopause can last roughly 10, 12 years, mm. okay? Where your hormones start slowly dropping off. Mm. That's mm. perimenopause. And once you've gotten to that point within perimenopause and you that you've had 12 months mm -hmm. with no menstrual period, mm. you are now in your menses have paused. They mm. have stopped. Mm -hmm. and there's the, there's the 13th month then after the 13th month, 13th month then you want to either then you make choices you, you get your body kind of balanced out mm -hmm. 
or you kind of ride it out because your hormones are still doing this thing. Mm. Think about puberty. Remember when you were in puberty mm. and your hormones were all over the place mm. and one day you'd be moody and surly and the mm. next day be like, hey, how you doing? It's yeah. the same thing with women mm. during this time. And mm. some women will balance out and they'll be comfortable at that low. Some people will say, bring me back to where I was, mm. you know, before my period stopped. And so some women will be there. Um, and then you go into postmenopause, which is a whole nother conversation. Hmm. Oh, so it's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Because okay, so, uh, right now, what I've been sharing with you mostly, hmm. when people think of menopause, they hmm. mo really are thinking about perimenopause. Uh, yes. So, because menopause is just like, okay, so how do we adjust this? You're still getting the symptoms, mm -hmm. maybe not as many, but hmm. I think of it, perimenopause is kind of like almost a, like, co like college to get you ready to go into the real world of mm -hmm. here's what your life is like, mm -hmm. because you, whatever needs to be tweaked needs to be fixed before you get to, you know, that other part where your hormones drop again. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me see if I'm getting this right. There is the, there is the, let's, let's call it the life circle. Three stages. Yeah. Three or if you want, you could call them um, five stages. Five stages. When you have youth, then mm -hmm. you have adolescence, mm -hmm. then you have young adulthood, mm -hmm. then you have perimenopause, mm -hmm. menopause, and then postmenopause. Postmenopause. Postmenopause is, that's it. Like, that's it. Well, postmenopause, your body should be regulated at that point. At that point. And most women are get into that postmenopausal thing, usually like in their 60s. 60s. Solidly in their 60s. Some women, it depends. Everything pretty much hangs in. When did the, this woman, anyone who's born female, get start her period? Her menstrual period mm -hmm. a lot of times i'm finding and this is not a study by any means mm -hmm. but i'm saying there's a correlation between how early people started getting their period mm -hmm. to how early they start menopause so the the early the or earlier down. the earlier what do you what do you begin to notice the pattern so uh -huh. the, let's say the early 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 period leads to early, early menopause early mm. okay yeah. that's interesting I think the severity of one of the things I've started kind of studying, I'm not a researcher, but mm -hmm. one of the things I've started knowing, noticing is mm -hmm. that, and a, a colleague in the UK had mentioned this too, mm -hmm. that there's a, because of the stressors that we have inherently in our life, there's a difference between how black women experience menopause and how white women experience menopause as well. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of sociological factors and variables um, that go into it. One of my things is I am I'm deeply interested in um, internationally mm -hmm. how menopause is treated and dealt with from culture to culture across the world. Across the world. That's something mm -hmm. I'd really be interested in studying at some point. It's, it's looking into, right? Well, um, I mean, I, I have I have an idea for you when it comes to that. We'll, we'll talk about that off camera. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's great. It's great. It's great to have you here today. Um, it's, it's so much like I thought menopause was one thing, you know, like, you know, and it was. <laughs> oh, it's just that. It's just, just like it's when, just when women get hot and sweaty. Yeah. Um, and um, now I, I think even for some women, this would be a very uh, useful learning experience as well, knowing that this, there, there are stages and, you know, there are managements. Uh, you said between 30, 36, you know, start making some lifestyle changes when it comes yeah, to food, sugar. And, and how you're running your body. One mm -hmm. of the things that I do, I have a room on Clubhouse called Menopause Life Talks. Mm -hmm. And we talk about 
all of the different things that apply or come up. I mean, from sex and how your sex drive changes and mm -hmm. how menopause impacts your marriage mm -hmm. and um, putting spice back into your, your sex life and in your marriage mm -hmm. when you don't feel like having sex or uh, things like we talked about uh, cannabis and, and menopause, mm -hmm. you know, and how to effectively use cannabis or where you would use cannabis and menopause. So on my clubhouse room, we talk about everything, the entire gamut of everything that pertains to or might even touch uh, menopause. Hmm. What's, what's it called again? It's called Menopause Life Talks. Menopause Life. Life Talks. Uh, talks. So like, like, life it's talks. Okay. like the talk your mom never gave you. Yeah, the talk your mom never gave you. Yes. <laughs> um, and you mentioned something about cannabis. Um, how, how does that affect menopause and all of that? Well, remember I mentioned earlier about anxiety. Mm -hmm. CBD is one of the components of the, when you break out cannabis, you have the THC and then you have the CBD. Mm -hmm. CBD tends to be very, very good for mm -hmm. women who are struggling with anxiety. Mm -hmm. okay, very so, good. Okay. Without having a, um, a, a dope out kind of you know you can't function and move through the day type of mm -hmm. response yeah so this is not an excuse to to, to go smoke out uh, menopause uh, ladies it's about it's about you can get the cbd oils right <laughs> so the cbd oils i mean that's not going to help the 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 internal effects um you could use um a, some people utilize gummies some people do mm -hmm. use chocolates mm -hmm. it's really about kind of getting the, when you're revving like this because your body is like going crazy, mm. you need something that's going to take you down so that you can kind of be calm. You can see things clearly. Mm. You've lost your keys. Mm. Now you can find where your keys are, where your glasses are. So mm. now you can get to work and you won't be screaming mm. Mimi when you get to work. Mm. So that's why when I introduce um, CBD into the equation, so it, you, it really yeah. And you say, well, the oils, not really. You said gummies and more chocolate yeah and don't smoke it as well you know um you can i you mean can they're, they're very i mean if those people who are interested um can contact me i'm on instagram at wink blink flirt mm -hmm. and i'm happy to kind of go through you know go into things in more depth with things with, with them yes yes yeah yes. and we have a cbd line that's going to be coming out oh. for women who are menopause mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay and uh for, so for those who want to work with you so is uh, what are the ways to work with you well, you can work with me in a couple of different ways. We have um, an online course that's going to be coming out in the next, um, I think we'll be done within the next like 90 days or less. We also have masterminds. We have workshops. We have one workshop coming up at the end of June, the 25th, 26th, and 27th. It is an interactive workshop and you'll be getting homework so that you can work on and, and kind of take time to kind of pause and you know get things start moving things through um and then also we do um i'm very much about the community unlike other coaches who do a lot of one-on-one -on -one, the community is where this is at because part of the challenge with menopause is you feel like you're by yourself that no one else gets what's going on with you so i'm available but i if most it's a small group or it's large group coach coaching whereas i'm involved but pretty much i i have hands-on in everything so how, how can they connect with your business how can they contact absolutely they can connect with they can reach me at at wink blink flirt um mm -hmm. on instagram um, and then you can kind of see some of the information and knowledge that I share um, mm -hmm. weekly. Um, you can reach me at um, 
winkblinkflirt at gmail. Mm -hmm. You can reach me at winkblinkflirt.com. Mm -hmm. And um, also too, in terms of phone numbers, you can reach me at 201-744-0343. So those are for people in the, for people in the United States. For those who are outside the- um, No, absolutely not. We yeah. work with people, we work with everyone. Everyone. We work okay. nationally as well as internationally. So for those who are outside of the United States, they add the plus one to that. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've, <laughs> I'm usually giving people the number. I'm generally not dialing out. Mm. So. All right. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to have you today. Thank you very much for sharing your message and um, bringing light to menopause. Uh, you are, we know we're talking about idea influencers, people who, who take an idea and they really own the idea and, and you know, they take the responsibility of, the of, of bringing that message to the world and bringing the consciousness of the idea into the world. And you are doing that with menopause and um, yeah. it's great to really have you today. Thank you so much, Bruno. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you. Thank you so, so very much. I appreciate you having me here. All right. Mm -hmm.